What are you going to remember most about, you know, not just your high school career, but, but the experience of being part of this movement, really, right? I mean, you were there at the first one where there were only 87 girls. Yeah. There were 1,000 girls wrestling this year. 700 came to compete here this weekend. Like, what's going to what's gonna stand out most when you think back on these four years? Um, definitely just, I'm, I don't know. I think anything that I've learned out of this whole experience is just be a leader for those that need one. And then also just determination into the sport. And also, you know, I just be determined to get this sport sanctioned in Iowa, which just happened. But I think, you know, you can't give up because if, if you would have given up, they would have, it would have just fallen to the side and who knows how long it would be until it got sanctioned. So I think just pushing and pushing and pushing and not giving up helped a lot. A leader for those who need one. Ella Schmidt, senior wrestler from Bettendorf, wise beyond her years, now a three-time state wrestling champion who will leave behind an impact that is worth so much more than those three gold medals. Hey, what's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome to In the Room, a wrestling podcast from the Des Moines Register. I'm Cody Goodwin, the Register's wrestling writer, and I am glad you are here. Happy Monday, January 24th, episode number 127. And this one is for the girls. The Iowa Wrestling Coaches and Officials Association hosted the fourth annual Iowa Girls State Wrestling Championships at Extreme Arena in Coralville. 695 girls signed up and wrestled four state titles between Friday and Saturday. It was a spectacular two-day event that culminated with Saturday night's championship matches. The highlight of the weekend, though, and there were many, was the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union announcing that they have voted to add girls wrestling to its list of offered sports. Officially going to start next season, 2022-23 season. Uh, Girls Union Executive Director Gene Berger made the announcement before Saturday night's finals, uh, complete with an awesome sign display that featured youth girls wrestlers from around the state and a light show that uh, put on by tournament organizers. It was an awesome moment for the girls and everybody inside Extreme Arena that night and a long time coming for girls wrestling supporters, both in Iowa and around the country. Iowa is now the 34th state to formally sanction girls wrestling as an official high school sport. Here is the audio from that announcement caught on camera from our excellent photographer, Joe Cress, complete with the long applause that followed. Thank you, 
a really awesome moment, really awesome news. And I tell you what, guys, I am super thrilled for the girls' union, for the Iowa girls, and for wrestling fans all around the state. This is a massive step forward. And I'm excited to see where Iowa uh, girls' wrestling goes from here, right? Like, there were over a thousand girls that wrestled statewide this year after there were only 67 that wrestled statewide during the 2015 2016 season. So just imagine where we'll be in just six more years, both in terms of participation and in terms of overall talent level because the 2022 state championships it was sensational guys in so many different ways the IWCOA tweaked a few things from years past Um, so this year 15 weights were contested and all 15 state champs came from 15 different schools right so there's depth building all over the state right even more 10 of the champs were freshmen or sophomores. Four freshmen, six sophomore state champs. Only three of them were seniors. Um, So on top of that, of the 30 finalists, 17 were either freshmen or sophomores, plus four more juniors and nine seniors. So that means 12 of the 15 champs and 21 of the 30 finalists will all be back next season for the first um, girls' union organized girls' wrestling season. That is amazing. Um, And I specifically mentioned that youth push because that's really what stood out to me the most during Saturday night's finals. Four freshmen won titles, um, and they all looked really dominant doing it, guys. At 100 pounds, Union's Jillian Worthen, she tore through that bracket, 4-0, three pins, and then a 3-0 win over Osage's Gable Heeman, who's another freshman. Um, that was the finals result. So in all, Worthen outscored her opponents 28-0. Her nickname is Monster, and she wrestled like one this weekend. At 105 pounds, Underwood's Molly Allen cruised to a title, 5-0, three pins, a technical fall, and a 12-1 major decision in the finals over Hannah Davis, who is a senior from Council Bluffs Lincoln. Miss Molly is her nickname, even printed on the back of her singlet, and she outscored her five opponents 40-7 to in route to a state title. At 110 pounds, Sigourney Kyoto's Rihanna Utterbach pinned her way to gold. 5-0, five pins, and four of them were in the first period. I looked this up too, and I believe she's the first state wrestling champ, boy or girl, for Sigourney Kyoto as a consolidated athletic program. Sigourney has had a handful of state champs through the 60s, 70s, 80s, um, but Rihanna Utterbach is the first for Sigourney Kyoto. And then finally at 140 pounds, Iowa Valley's Emma Peach, the younger sister of Millie Peach. I'm sure you guys remember Millie. She was uh, she won three girls state championships, setting the tone for her younger sister, Emma, who not only won a state title this weekend, but did so with one of the bigger wins of the tournament, um, at least individually, right? She took out Waverly Show Rock's Annika Behrens in the finals. Annika Behrens, one of two wrestlers to have made the state finals during each of the four years that the IWCOA has hosted this event. She also won a pair of titles along the way, and she nearly won another one on Saturday. She scored a reversal and three near fall in the third period. That tied the match 6-6, to and then Emma reversed her on the edge in a headlock, settled in for the fall with seven seconds remaining in the match. It was a little symbolic in a way when you think about it, almost like passing of the torch, that this group of young stars, they're here and they aren't going anywhere. Sophomores that all won. Uh, Wilton's Hannah Rogers at 120 pounds. Ridgeview's Izzy Deeds at 155. Decor's Naomi Simon at 170. Um, She's now a two-time state champ, so she's on pace to win four. Even more impressively, both of her state title runs, she has pinned her way through both brackets. Um, So really awesome there. West Lions' uh, Jana Turwee at 190. I believe I forgot her name in my Day 2 video wrap, and for that, I really apologize, Jana. Really good weekend. Um, 
Creston's uh, Savannah Sistad went from unseeded to state champ at 220, and then Spencer's Olivia Huckfelt, a returning state finalist, now a state champion at 285 pounds. The two juniors that won, awesome stories there. Charles City's Lily Luft at 130. She beat Waverly Shell Rock's Macy Smith. Uh, Macy handed Lily one of her two losses on the season. Um, this one was a 3-1 to one decision in favor of Macy. This was back in December, but on Saturday night, Lily got her revenge. Two early takedowns for a 4-3 to three lead in the third period. Um, and then Lily scored another takedown. She took Macy feet to back in the final seconds. Five more points, 9-3 to three victory. Lily, now a two-time state champion. The other junior state champ for Dodges, Alexis Ross at 135 pounds. She finished second last season to Annika Behrens. Um, she was actually leading that match late. And then Behrens reversed her to a back for five points in the final seconds. And she came out with a 7-5 victory. Thrilling matchup. This time, it was Alexis Ross who's uh, scored late using a third-period takedown to ice a 3-0 victory over Centerville Sarah Lewis in the finals. Alexis Ross, her first state title. Pretty righteous moment for her, especially after she tweaked her knee during the semifinal round. So a lot of heart, a lot of resilience there. Finally, wanted to get to the three senior state champs. Um, at 115 pounds, Ava Diaz from Waverly Shell Rock. She was the GoHawks' only state champ this weekend. Recorded four first-period pins to get to the finals, and then in the finals, she beat Atumwa's Jasmine Lukey 1-0 in a very intense championship match. Jasmine Lukey, that should sound familiar to you guys. She, um, along with Ella Schmidt, um, the two girls that qualified for the boys' state championships last season. Um, So we know Jasmine's really, really good at wrestling, but Ava... Uh, scoreless first period, lots of hand fighting. Um, Jasmine got in on a handful of shots. Ava was able to defend. Ava had a few opportunities as well to score, but Jasmine did a good job of fighting her off. Um, second period, Ava escaped, and then she used a mean third period ride out to secure her second state championship. She also helped lead the Gohawks to a fourth straight team championship too. Waverly Shell Rock beat out Colfax Mingo in what was a pretty heated team race up until the semifinal round when the Gohawks went 3-0, and um, had a couple of pins, lots of big bonus points on the backside as well. Um, um, so they are now four-time girls' state team wrestling champions. Osage finished third, followed by Bettendorf and Decora to round out the top five. 145 pounds, Dubuque Wallert's Elena Dugan. She claimed the state title 6-3 decision over Wapolo's Tatum Wolford, um, which capped the weekend where um, Elena went 5-0 and with a couple of pins and a trio of hard-fought decision victories. Four of her five wins came over other state medalists at this weight class. Pretty impressive. And at 125 pounds, we mentioned her at the top of the podcast, and we are here ending this section of the podcast with her. That's Bettendorf's Ella Schmidt. Very strategic um, to kind of open with her and then also close with her because she's going to have a really unique place, I think, when it comes to Iowa girls wrestling and this push to continue to build the sport, right? There's only been four uh, girls state wrestling tournaments. And so these girls are still very much in the process of writing their own history books. But Ella joined some rare company on Saturday night. She blew through the bracket at 125 pounds to win her third girls state wrestling title. She went 5-0 with five pins. Four of them came in the first period. She outscored her opponents by a combined 24 to zero. And this is after she pinned her way to first last year as well. But in doing so, Ella joined Millie Peach as the only three-time girl state wrestling champions. She is also one of two four-time finalists. Again, Waverly Show Rocks Annika Behrens is the other. Peach only had three opportunities to wrestle in a girl state tournament, but she was one of the more dominant girls wrestlers that Iowa has seen in recent years. And she should be remembered as one of the state's titans for pushing this girls wrestling movement to where it arrived on Saturday night with the girls union announcement that it has officially sanctioned the sport and will offer it next season. 
I am of the belief that Schmidt deserves a spot there, too. She also qualified for the Iowa High School Athletic Association's Boys State Tournament last season. She was even one win shy of earning a medal. She could have tried for that again this season, um, but instead she worked to build Bettendorf's girls' wrestling program. And the results look like this. 24 Bettendorf girls came out and wrestled this year. 17 of them competed at the state tournament over the weekend. And the 10 highest point scores contributed to 133 team points, good enough for a fourth-place team finish a year ago. Schmidt was one of just five. Bettendorf girls to wrestle at the girls' state tournament. Um, Ella Schmidt had made history with her performance on the mat. Three state titles. She was a junior All-American. believe she also made the semifinals of the Cadet Women's Freestyle World Team Trials. Um, but her legacy should also include the work she put in off the mat as well. Those were my thoughts from the girls' state championships, at least my quick thoughts. Um, what I have next is a series of interviews from a handful of those state champs. Got to chat with Underwood's Molly Allen, uh, Wilton's Hannah Rogers. Obviously, we talked to Ella Schmidt, Charles, Silly, Charles, excuse me, Charles City's Lily Luft, Fort Dodge's Alexis Ross, Iowa Valley's Emma Peach, Decor's Naomi Simon, and even Waverly Shell Rock coach Eric Whitcomb, who discusses another GoHawk state title, what it's been like being kind of at the heart of this girls' wrestling push the last few years. Remember, the first couple of girls' state tournaments, Waverly Shell Rock actually hosted them. Um, so, and then they continued to help as well um, when the tournament moved to Extreme Arena over the last couple of years. And I also talked to uh, Whitcomb about, you know, kind of what the next steps are for continuing to grow the sport to girls wrestling here in Iowa. So I've got them running back to back in that order. We're going to start with Miss Molly and we will end with Coach Whitcomb. Hope you guys enjoy and I will see you on the other side. This was, uh, you know, on, on your season. Obviously, you should, it's not over for you. This one yeah. was, you know, one one title you wanted. You know, what, what's the uh, difference between wrestling the boys and girls? And you know, how, overall, how did you turn it Um, It went really good. I was really excited coming into this, you know. Um, I really felt like I had a really good chance at winning this. Um, yeah, I wrestled a lot of boys this um, season. And it's been going good. I uh, feel like my conditioning and everything is so good right now. It's insane, and uh, I've just been wrestling a lot of boys, and just mainly working on my technique, and then coming here knowing that um, I felt like I had a really good shot. So, some like wrestling the boys, some like just wrestling the girls. How do you? Where's that stand? Huh? I think it's pretty good. Uh, the mix-up between both of them for me, I think, worked great. Um, practicing with the high-level boys at Underwood has helped a lot too. Um, I don't know. It's pretty cool, but yep. Have you been? Have you been? Did you come to the past events here? Have you, like, did you come to last year's state tournament here? Oh, I didn't. No, this is my first time here. I mean, you've been in big matches before. You know, can you just describe just the, the environment for, for you guys? Yeah, uh, it's really cool. Um, now I get myself too worked up. You know, just it's just another match. But yeah. How cool is it to know that it's going to be girls wrestling is going to be an official sport moving forward here? It's cool. Uh, it's exciting. You know, really exciting. But yeah, it's cool. Absolutely. Yep. Good job. <laughs> What's the best way to kind of sum up these feelings? Because there's a lot of them um, right now. Um, I just want to say that um, no matter how many times you lose, you can always come back. And. Um, Getting matches is the most important part. You have to wrestle. You just have to go out and wrestle because it doesn't matter if you win or lose up until this weekend. It does not matter what your record is coming in. Being seated good is great, but it does not matter because this weekend is what matters. And I, I think I proved that based on my record and having lost to a lot of girls. 
seven, eight girls coming into this weekend and I, and I pulled through. And I showed up this weekend and this weekend is what matters. So what changed this weekend then? I don't think anything changed. I think I just, I got to the, got to the right conditioning point. I, I watched my film, I worked on things that I knew I needed to work on and I drilled them constantly and I never stopped, never stopped practicing and always give it my all in the practice room, always. That lesson's easy to say, right? What, when did it sink in for you? When did it become real? Um, I think when I started beating people that I used to lose to, um, when I started, I stopped making mistakes. I, when I, when I learned to keep my elbows in, when I learned to stop leaving my hands back when I'm shooting, I, I just did what I knew how to do. Did you come here this weekend thinking you could do this? Did you think you could be the last one standing it? I knew, I knew I could. I just had to make sure that I left it all on the mat, no matter what. Just had to leave it all on the mat. And how was that champion? How's that feel? Amazing, because I know all the work has paid off, and um, I just I owe it all to my coaches and to my family for getting me where I am, where I am today. Are you usually this emotional? Because you were after your quarterfinal, semifinal, you're jumping <laughs> into your coach's arms. Are you? Yeah. The, the quarter, the, the semifinals, I think, meant the most because the goal had always been to make it to the finals because last year I did not even podium and I got beat out in blood rounds. So I think just it was it was just an amazing feeling knowing that everything I had done was leading up to this moment and I pulled through. So. Well, you take that on top of the news today, obviously. This means yes, it means, it means everything. And I, I'm just so happy that it, they, finally, they finally pulled the trigger and sanctioned wrestling, girls wrestling in Iowa. It's amazing. What does that mean? You know, for somebody who's still got two more years left of this, how big is that? I think it means that so many other girls are going to have opportunities because I'm the only girl that wrestles for my school, Wilton. And I think that with sanctioning it um, and it being a sport and some of the rules coming out and things like that, it will encourage more girls from my school to come out. And I've begged and tried to get girls to come out and it's just, they're, oh, it's not even sanctioned. I don't know, like, we have to wrestle boys and all that. And so it's just been, I think this will really help. What's the sport of wrestling done for you? Um, it's taught me to be mentally and physically so tough straight up tough and I don't think that I would be where I am today without it um, and I think that I've gained so many friends and relationships with my coaches that they are my family they're not they're not just my coaches they're my family well done thank you thank three times state champ how's that sound <laughs> good it sounds very good how'd you feel like you wrestled all weekend pretty good uh I had a hard time getting some good shots throughout the tournament, but I think for the finals match, I figured it out pretty, in a pretty good place, I think. Where'd you learn that half Nelson? That's got to be one of the meanest halves anybody could run in the state, right? <laughs> Honestly, I think I taught myself that half Nelson. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even remember who taught me the basics, but I think it's more about just determination and getting the girl over and not giving up on running your feet. So. Absolutely. What, is it, what does it mean to be a three-timer? There's only been four of these. You've gotten to the finals each year. You've yes. won three of them. Like, what, what does that mean to you? Uh, it, it's pretty good. I mean, obviously, being a four-timer would be cooler, but, you know, life, life isn't fair. So, you know, I'm pretty happy with what I've done throughout my high school career. And I, I, I'm proud of myself. I don't say that a lot, but I, I really am. So. Yeah, I know we, we talked earlier this year. You, you really put an emphasis on trying to help grow the sport, especially back home at Bettendorf. Mm -hmm. What, what kind of went into that idea? Why did you decide to do that? 
Um, it was my last year, and after deciding that I couldn't go out for boys and, you know, make my statement there, um, I kind of just wanted to be able to do something memorable this season. So, I, you know, I've been pushing girls left and right to go out for the sport. I've been pushing for it to get sanctioned, which you just did finally. You know, I've made merch for girls wrestling <laughs> with uh, profits going towards it. So, I don't know. I just feel better about myself and my success when I can help others, too. Absolutely. Well, I, you heard that it got sanctioned. What's yeah. How does, that, how does that feel, right? <laughs> it's, it's a big relief. You know, I feel like since I came into high school, that was my number one goal for, for everybody in the state was to be able to be able to participate in this awesome sport and and have it at a fair fair shot. So I feel like, you know, just having tournaments these girls are going to be able to go to now in an official state. I mean, this is pretty official, but an official, official state. I think that's pretty cool. So I'm just excited for all the girls that get to experience it. Yeah, and I know you're a senior, mm -hmm. um, so, you know, the, under the girls' union, you won't be able to experience that as, as a competitor. But, mm -hmm. you know, it seemed like, you know, in combination of everything, you were just kind of preparing the next wave of Bettendorf girls to get to experience that. Yes. I mean, is that a fair way to say it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think definitely that was my goal coming into it also was to get a Bettendorf team. You know, Bettendorf's been known for wrestling for a while, so... I thought it was pretty lame that we didn't have a girls team set up and ready to roll. So, you know, I made that happen with the help of all my coaches and just promoting the sport throughout the school. But, yeah, I'm pretty excited to be able to leave with the full team. We got a lot of freshmen, sophomores, juniors. So they're going to have this whole sport open for them next year, and I'm just excited for them. Yeah. What are you going to remember most about, you know, not just your high school career, but, but the experience of being part of this movement, really, right? I mean, you were there at the first one where there were only 87 girls. Yeah. There were 1,000 girls wrestling this year. 700 came to compete here this weekend. Like, what's going to what's gonna stand out most when you think back on these four years? Um, definitely just, I'm, I don't know. I think anything that I've learned out of this whole experience is just be a leader for those that need one. And then also just determination into the sport. And also, you know, I just be determined to get this sport sanctioned in Iowa, which just happened. But... I think, you know, you can't give up because if, if you would have given up, they would have, it would have just fallen to the side and who knows how long it would be until it got sanctioned. So I think just pushing and pushing and pushing and not giving up helped a lot. Uh, Lily Luff, now a two-time state champ. How's that sound when you hear it? <laughs> awesome. Um, honestly, it's such an honor and I'm so excited to um, be a two-timer and going for that three next year. Absolutely. Um, you had wrestled Macy earlier this season. Yes. She got the better of you. Yep. Um, is there something to the idea of like her, because of that result, her giving you something to chase a little bit? Definitely. Um, that just pushed me and motivated me even more. Um, you know, you learn so much more from losses, and I've learned uh, that losses don't define you, and it just makes me want to work harder and um, never stop. No Absolutely. fear. Absolutely. Yeah, I know that, that finals match was yeah. you know impressive, taking her feet to back at the end to win it to <laughs> ice it, you. I guess. Um, but overall this weekend, how do you feel like you wrestled? Honestly, I feel really good about it. Um, I put a lot of hours in over the summer and, you know, traveling to different tournaments. Um, and just getting really acclimated to being at national tournaments and feeling good and um, just being really uh, aware and uh, growing my knowledge on the mat. So I felt really good about it. Absolutely. International tournaments, yeah. national <laughs> tournaments, um, various regional events. Where do you feel like you've grown the most in your wrestling over the last um, year? I feel like I had a big turning point um, probably at Super 32. Um, my first match definitely did not go as planned. Um, but after that, I reset. Um, and really focused in, and I felt like I had a I had a very very um, strong finish over um, a national or a, sorry a Fargo champ. There you go. Um, yeah. And so you know that felt really good, and just knowing that I can beat those girls, and I am at that level. So um, 
Yeah, that felt really good. Absolutely. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is obviously the big news that yeah. came out before the finals <laughs> tonight. Um, I know you're very keenly aware of yes. you know, the whole girls' wrestling movement and, and thinking bigger picture here. What, what did it mean to you to hear that it's it's official now? It's an official sport. Oh, my gosh. It meant so much. Um, I think that we've been really, really pushing um, sanctioning Iowa for a very long time. And to finally get that and to get it on, you know, today um, at the state tournament was just awesome. And so it's a really, really big, uh, big news. Yeah. What do you think that means moving forward when it comes to mm -hmm. the sport and the opportunities yeah. and, and the potential of what this could be, right? Mm -hmm. I think it means a ton. You know, we've already grown our numbers so much in the last couple of years I think it's just going to keep growing and growing and um, you know the opportunities are endless and just taking a uh, hold of those opportunities every time you get them that's what I've been trying to do um, a lot this year and I think that it's helped me so much and um, just having no fear on the mat so absolutely hi Alexis you know, this is I feel like this has been a long time coming for you I mean, yeah. you've been so close in a lot of big matches and um, it would come through for a title how long, you know, what's the motions like for you? Well, your, your dad's in the corner? I'm kind of so in shock. Like, earlier I had cried it all out just thinking of this moment. And then uh, in the semis, I had a really bad knee injury. And I just bawled for about five minutes because I thought it was over. My dad and my coach came and talked to me, really helped me out. And I pushed through it and I won. And I'm so happy that they were there to help me. And I don't think I could have done it without them. Was it been a season-long injury? When did that, when did that happen? Uh, I, I strained my MCL into Super 32. Ended up falling short there because my knee. And then I thought the same would happen here because I did the same thing with my MCL. And it's just ligaments, just stretches. Need to get it stronger, but I was still able to pull through and win. Did that change how you approach the the finals? Because that's a, that's a pretty quick turnaround, right? Yeah, uh, I would have shot a little more. I definitely feel like I would have pulled ahead more. But it's all right, I adjusted, and I'm happy I could get it done with my knee. It seemed like an efficiency was maybe key there. Yeah, right? I had to push through. The whole match was very painful, but it was definitely worth it. What's Less pain with the gold medal. Absolutely. What, what kind of ran through your mind in third period takedown there that kind of iced it? Third period, I was, it kind of, I, I was very happy. I felt like at that moment I had really pulled through and won it completely, but I kept wrestling because that's what happened last year. I fell short in the last second, so I wrestled to the end. Yeah. How much do you think about that over the course of the season, Fall, taking second last year? Uh, the whole time, just working up to this moment where I could finally get first and show that I am the best, one of the best wrestlers in Iowa, and I just love that feeling. Yeah. I know you've, you've been putting in some, some extra work outside of Fort Dodge. You just took a picture with Lily Luck. You and her have been working one-on-one -on -one quite a bit. What's, yeah. what's that done for your wrestling? That's helped me out, learning her wrestling. She pushes me to be better. Her person, I push her. We really push each other. We click really well. I went and stayed with her this summer. She really pushed me and made me a better wrestler overall. Been going to Seabolts with my brother. That's been making me a lot better. And I've been just putting a lot of extra work for this. I really wanted it. Your shape, your shape looked to be better than it's you know, been in the past, right? Yeah. And that's that's no secret. So um, good to see you put the work in. Congrats. Thank you. Like not only being a state champ, but a two-time state champ, and join your sister as a three-time state champ. Uh, I think it's pretty neat. I'm excited to be a part of girls wrestling, and I'm hoping to be one of the first four-time state champs there will be.
You uh, weren't the top seed today. I mean, I don't know if you felt like an underdog today, but you definitely beat some higher seeds on the way to do it. I mean, how, how does this feel to be able to kind of surprise some people today? It feels pretty nice. I know, like, half the state knows me. The other half, I'm not known. Like, I'm just here, and I'm number three seed. Nobody else sees me, and it's pretty nice. You're one of a handful of freshmen to win tonight. Um, you know, it seems like there's a little bit of a youth movement coming with a lot of you. I know a lot of them are in the lighter weights, and then there's you, and I know there's a handful more still coming. But I, does it feel that way to you to kind of be in the thick of maybe a, a youth movement that's you know going to take over Iowa here over the next few years? Yeah, I think so, because I know there's a lot of, like, younger girls. Like, a lot of the girls now or, like, over the past couple of years have been, like, brand-new wrestlers. But, like, the ones who are younger than us have been wrestling for – three and by the time they get up to like our age like maybe five years so there's going to be a lot of like more i think advanced wrestling yeah makes sense do you, um, do you do you think today's championship means a little bit more with having your sister having one one two getting a chance to keep that in the family uh definitely i felt kind of like i had to win because like she's already won so i can't be left out of there you know how much did she kind of help you get ready for something like this uh she's kept me in this sport for a long time and she's always helped me through it someone on instagram said millie peach on the weight bracket for today and she went on there and corrected it to me so <laughs> i'm really happy that she's like helping me out thanks all and i want to have a day like the this where the decision is made and you get a chance to win a championship. How special is today for you? It was pretty cool. Um, right before my matches, we were chilling in the one of the lounges in the hotel and one of the girls opens her phone and sees that they're going to announce the sanctions, you know? And everybody in there is just so happy. It was really cool, yeah. And obviously winning today added on to it. <laughs> yeah, how does it feel to get a chance to end the season at state champion? Oh, high school season ending like state champion. I mean, you can't be, you can't get any better than that. So, yeah. What do you remember about that that throw in the second period? It was a pretty tense match, and you just looked like you were able to get an arm and a head. Oh, she just ran straight at me and took gigantic steps, and we were working throws in practice. So, <laughs> to try it. Absolutely. Um, what were you kind of thinking going into the second period after she scored that late two? I don't really remember. Um, it was probably <laughs> something along the lines of, "I'm winning. She's tired." And I'm gonna beat her. So. Yeah. You uh, you pinned your way through this tournament twice now. Yeah. What kind of? I, 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 do you feel like you've sent a statement, or, or what? Did, how do you how do you assess that two years in now? Um, I feel like it's saying everybody be ready. You know, there's more people like me coming through. Emma Peach. I mean, she's a freshman and she's awesome. She she won fresh freshman state title too. Um, wrestling in Iowa is only gonna get better through the girls programs. Next year, you know, I don't know if there's going to be any difference between this year and next year as far as how it's going to feel, but uh, what are you anticipating going in next year with how big it's going to be? Next year, I'm going to do the same things, get better, get stronger, you know, get my get two workouts in a day, get stronger and get faster. There's a, I know you're a sophomore, but what, four freshman champs so far, handful more sophomores. Does it... You're in the middle of it. Does it feel like there's kind of a youth push here coming through with Iowa high school girls wrestling? Definitely. I mean, um, a lot of the a lot of the freshmen I know from tournaments I've done. They, I mean, they've been wrestling for pretty much their whole lives now. And when like the little kids came and led us through for the March of Champions, um, our little girl had been wrestling for seven years, and I mean, she's she's only ten years old. Like that's cool. 
<laughs> you know, she like she sees people like me and you know all the other girls around and they're like we have something to go to we have a varsity program that our schools can have so that we can be state champions yeah kind of i don't know it's it just wrestling's getting better in the state of iowa right like you guys and what you've been able to do so far and you know still the summer months there's more accomplishments to be had mm-hmm. I, kind of impressive right yep i mean we're gonna keep wrestling on the off season uh Knowing I'm going to Cedar Rapids, um, going to Fargo. Last year I couldn't go, so yeah. Last year I asked you after your title, you know, what, what winning a state title does for your community, Dakota, trying to grow girls wrestling, and now obviously the sanction stuff. So we're a year later. What's it? What's it like in your community? With us? Oh, it's, there, there's so much more of a like a base around us. Our whole boys team had a tournament today. And after their long tournament, they came and cheered us all on. So that's pretty. That's pretty great. I mean, you're you're a big reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That make you feel pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. So. Congratulations. Eric Whitcomb, head coach of Waverly Shell Rock, the now four-time team champs at the girls' state wrestling tournament. What what does that mean to hear that? To experience it? Like, what, what are you feeling right now? Uh really excited. Um, <laughs> It, it just shows, uh, you know, we've got tremendous girls involved in our program and tremendous coaches, and we've got a community behind us that uh, that backs us and supports us. So um, when you have all those things, we feel really good about things. Absolutely. Waverly Shell Rock's been integral in getting the girls' wrestling movement really rolling. Um, you know, you guys hosting the first couple of state tournaments, um, continuing to stay involved even when it moved here to Extreme Arena. What's this day, hearing this news from the girls' union, like, what does that feel like to you? Um, it was really amazing, you know. Um, you know, honestly, my my work in, with girls' wrestling has it, been, you know, short-lived. It's been four years. Um, <laughs> and there's certainly a lot of people out there that have been working for, um, you know, prior to that point. But, uh, you know, Brett Wheel and my sister and I had a conversation, you know, four years ago, um, and being involved with USA Wrestling and, and going to Fargo every year and seeing the girls um, and how much that had grown in our time that we've been uh, traveling there and um, coaching, we kind of made a decision, like, we talked about it, like, when's the right time for WSR to make the step into girls wrestling? And we felt like things were emerging, things were starting to change in the landscape of maybe Iowa wrestling and, and, and certainly around the country. And, Kind of said, you know, there's no perfect time to do this, um, but we knew that we wanted to be the leaders um, in, in, you know, Iowa wrestling and then, you know, and everything. So uh, that's really what got us going was like, hey, I, I don't know if there's a right time or a wrong time, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna start. We're gonna start recruiting, you know, girls into a, a girls program, um, and, and that's where we kind of started out. And then we got people to follow us, you know, other schools to follow. And that's what's got us to this point. Yeah. What I, did you did you? Th- I know you said four years seems like a short time, but this this it's been a years long fight to try and get to this point. So like you know when you hear that you know we we reached one goal. I know that there are still many more to go in terms of just growing the sport overall. But to, to get to this point, I, I you know like what what kind of runs through your mind? What do you think of? Um, a lot of people out there. Um, you know, first of all, Louis Curtis in opening some doors for us to be able to do an event like you know, like this, 
Um, you know, Charlotte Bailey was one of the ones that kind of started that, that year one, started a conversation with me like, hey, would you guys host the girls' state tournament? Like, they looked, there's numbers out there, you know, in the state of Iowa, maybe we should do something. And so that spurred conversation and, and got carried on further. But, um, you know, I guess there's a lot of people that have a hand in it. And obviously, you know, I'm thankful for Waverly Shark where we hosted the first two. Yeah. Um, and they were allowed, you know, able to allow us to, to, to do it there. And, um, a lot of people play play a huge role in things, um, but certainly proud of our program and what they've been able to contribute to this. Obviously, the, the IWOCA, you know, kind of stepped in and said, hey, we want to take more of a role in this. And uh, those first couple of years, it was really Waverly Sharrock kind of doing some of the planning and being supported by IWOCA. And they said, hey, you know, if our name's going to be on it, like, we want a bigger role. We wanted, like, we should be investing in it. And, and they did. And um, that process has been awesome to work, you know, hand in hand with the IWC oh, <laughs> um, board and, and getting it to this point. And then, you know, all the conversations that have been going on this fall with the girls union and um, talking with, with, with them and, and sharing things that we're working through has been an awesome pleasure and great ride uh, to see where we're going next. Absolutely. Well, that was going to be my, my last question to you. What, what are the next steps? What do, what, what do we do moving forward from here? Well, you know, I, I, Aaron Curtley uh, is going to kind of lead the charge with the, with the girls. You know, had tons of conversations with her over these, these last few months of, like, decisions that have to be made moving forward. And even in conversation with her, you know, okay, what is it going to be? Like, how big of brackets are you going to have for, for girls' state? Are you going to have qualifiers? What do, you know, are we still going to have girls and boys at home events, you know, wrestling? What's that going to look like? I mean, so there are tons and tons of questions that have to be answered. And I think people look and just say, hey, you can sanction it and support it and, and we'll just go. And it's not that simple. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of little intricate questions that have to be answered. Um, and so I think, you know, those questions are being answered now. Um, and there's a whole host more um, decisions that have to be met, you know, answered. But really um, awesome, you know, Gene Berger, Aaron, um, you know, and getting this thing through and moving forward. Um, but all the people on the back end that have gotten us to this point, you know, I can't say thank you enough. Because um, I know certainly even our girls at WSR and having this opportunity, they're extremely thankful. Absolutely. Awesome interviews, every single one of them. Just a really, really fun night um, and really fun weekend. So I, fun night to cap a fun weekend. You, get, you guys know what I mean. Um, just an excellent state tournament. And I, again, just can't can't stress enough how excited I am to kind of see where it goes from here, how much bigger it gets. And, um, you know, I know the girls union has some really big plans for the Iowa girl wrestlers moving forward. So really excited to kind of see how that unfolds. Uh, wanted to end today's show with another interview um, earlier I guess I guess it was during Friday, Friday morning of the girls' state tournament. We caught up with Iowa women's coach Clarissa Chun. Um, she was there, just kind of taking in the scene, showing support, um, you know, and maybe doing a little bit of recruiting as well, um, you know. And so we got to we got a chance to chat with her just to kind of about the first few weeks of her being on the job and you know, what she's learned in the transition and, and a few other things too. So, um, even got to ask her, uh, about the Iowa weather. Um, she's a Hawaii native. So dealing with the cold is a little bit of an adjustment, even though she spent, um, the last few years at, uh, 
the U.S. Olympic Training Center out in Colorado Springs, where I imagine it was um, just as cold some days as it has been here in Iowa. But in any case, um, really thankful for her time and for answering some of our questions and um, always a great interview and always great to hear about how the new head coach is doing and um, just kind of the, the challenges and the hurdles that she's having to clear as she gets her program off the ground and um, I think it was a really insightful interview and, um, you know, just very honest about, you know, kind of the learning curve that, um, you know, she's had to adjust to over the, for the first few weeks here since she's been on the job. So, um, excellent stuff here from Clarissa. We will go to that interview now, and then we will come back to wrap up today's show. Thanks guys. In your first little bit here on the job, what what are the challenges you face, you know, starting a whole new program? Uh, let's see. My second day on the job, I had recruits come in, so it's just hit the ground running. Uh, the great thing about University of Iowa, there's so many resources and people willing and loving to help. So the, the administration and everyone that surround me really made work together and made it happen. So I think for me, the challenges are, you know, understanding the rules of NCAA compliance. Uh, had to take that test and pass it, you know, to get here. Uh, uh, so that was that was like stressed on me because like oh I don't know what I'm doing really with this uh, rules and what I can and cannot do but like I said compliance I'll be in their office every day asking questions what I can and can't do and they're always so helpful in answering um, anything that I need and then recruiting you know just finding time to like just get on the phone and talk to a bunch of different people whether it's like recruiting like whether if I'm talking to anyone that's um, you know, wanting to come here at Iowa or, you know, um, or not, you know, as far as trying to build the team, the staff and, and the athletes. I know you can't speak specifically about the recruits that you guys are bringing to campus or who you're calling, but um, you're going after some pretty big hitters. What's the pitch? Like, what do you, you know, like, I know Iowa probably sells itself as a wrestling program, as a wrestling town, but, like, what are, what are you telling them? See, that's, that's the area that I need to get better on, my pitch, right? Like, how do I sell, like, what I can bring, you know? Um, but, like you said, Iowa sells itself. Uh, that was my strategy, was to bring them on to a home dual meet because no better energy and fans and community in the wrestling community here in Iowa than going to a home dual meet, you know, and obviously it's a great institution, University of Iowa has great, uh, like, courses and classes and areas of focus for these young athletes to want to pursue their education, so, um, yeah, I don't know, that's kind of what I say. As a coach or recruiter, how cool is it to see this type of thing today with so many questions I love it, you know, uh, if I think back 20 years ago uh, more when Hawaii first sanctioned girls wrestling, the excitement and buzz around that, it's like re-energizing, you know, to see that happen here in Iowa, you know, like just the energy, these young girls are excited for the opportunities that they're getting, you know, for for current, you know, getting to compete and what wrestling, you know, you wrote a great story about uh, one of the young ladies. She actually wrote that. She wrote that. Wow. See? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Everything was from her perspective. That was beautifully written. And 
just captured everything about why girls should wrestle, you know? And, and it doesn't stop there, right? Now they have like hundreds of college women's wrestling programs that give them the opportunity to continue their education and wrestle. And when people think about college wrestling, they think about the University of Iowa. You know, it's probably the most successful men's program of all time. Having the name Iowa now attached to a women's program, what do you think that does for the sport? Oh, uh, you know, when I think about that as far as um, thinking about building that team, uh, it comes with a high standard of expectation, you know? Um, so, like, adding women to that just only enhances it as far as, like, uh, you know, like, wrestling is Iowa, you know, whether it's men or women. So, that's kind of how I feel. I love the culture of Iowa. You know, I love the community, you know, behind wrestling. And that's kind of... We spoke a little bit about this a few minutes ago, but does that make your job as a recruiter a little bit easier? I mean, being able to sell the black and gold somebody coming to wrestling, I imagine that's got to be a pretty easy, easy sell for girls. I mean, it depends who you're talking to, right? It's like, uh, you know, like... When you said I was going after some heavy hitters, right? They want world and Olympic aspirations, as so do I for them, you know. Um, but first and foremost, you know, winning national titles for the University of Iowa is a big, big thing, you know. So um, there could be challenges about, you know, like everyone wants to come here and, you know, as far as I don't want tens of thousands of people in the wrestling room and, you know, the, the people won't get quality, you know, work done, you know. So. Have you been able to get a feel of the talent within the state? And if so, what's kind of your first impressions of uh, what you've seen? Oh, man. It's totally Iowa style in here, you know? <laughs> these these young ladies are gritty and, like, they scrap and they're tough and... I think they take pride in being able to like wrestle hard, you know. Um, I love it, you know. They have it's ingrained in the fabric of Iowa, and it, it shows here. Talked about being, you know, re-energized, and how maybe this brings back some memories of you know when Hawaii was going through adding girls wrestling. What, what do you remember about that and, and the experience, and maybe how does it compare to what you're watching here this weekend? Exactly what you guys are doing, you know, putting them on a platform where they're visible to the state of Iowa, you know, being able to like uh, compete, you know, in, in an arena where this is a big deal, you know, this is this is a big deal. And for, for everyone to capture it, you know, whether it's in the news, the media, the social media, whatnot, um, and you know, the, the energy, like going, going back to being able to compete, you know, like the opportunity, you know, like there's that saying, if you build it, they will come and they, they're here, you know, and they're able to like showcase everything they've worked on, the hard work they're putting in, you know, day in and day out, and to be able to perform in front of everyone. You know. From your perspective, what's been kind of the coolest part about watching the growth of girls and women's wrestling from, you know, back when you were doing it, when you competing to, you know, now seeing the, the explosion, seeing this tournament, the success at the senior level, like what's, what's been the most impressive part to you? I, I think the success of the senior level is because of the explosion and the growth 
of young young girls having these opportunities, right? At a younger age and developing through and then the seniors. So this is just like, you know, like but I you know, thirty three states, you know, and there's still a few more to go, you know. And um, it's, it's it's a good time to be a part of women's wrestling here in USA. If you're not with it, jump on board. <laughs> That's all I've got today, guys. Thanks a bunch for listening. Be sure to rate and review the show, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast. Follow your boy on Twitter, at Cody Goodwin, and on Instagram, Cody J. Goodwin. Be sure to also subscribe to the Des Moines Register to catch all my stories, mailbags, analysis, and videos. Um, we're right in the thick of the grind. Got a big, big college duel coming to Iowa City later this Friday, and then February's next week, guys. Um, that's Literally full-on postseason for the Iowa high school wrestlers, the boys' side. Um, handful more big duels coming for the Hawkeye Cyclones and Panthers. I don't want you guys to miss any of it, so please subscribe. Support the work that we do if you appreciate it and you enjoy it. Um, you can find links to do all of that as well as stories from this past weekend in the show notes. Thanks for listening, you guys, and we will talk again soon. get out there it's like it is a nice day compared to the negatives yeah <laughs> I love it though it's great yeah.